So I wanted to share this the story of, of the idea of humble oil because um, I want to get that clear um, for me and what I felt like the Lord has, has talked to me about is um, is a healing revival and um, it, it came about in a couple different ways. It came about with somebody telling me that there's or several times in not really prophetic but kind of just speaking to me about that there's about the oil strike that was here in the Tomball area. And um, I thought that was pretty fascinating. But the, the, about the third time they told me uh, that there's healing oil close to the surface in Tomball, um, I didn't think a lot, a lot about it. But uh, then the next day or a few days later, I had a planned trip to the, um, the Tomball Museum, which is quite a great museum. I was really impressed with it. It was really a lot of fun. But as I'm walking through there, there's a, a gold plaque in one of the oil houses it says humble oil company and i felt like the lord say that's 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 the company i want you to be a part of is the humble oil company and, and humility um and oil and company and it kind of like broke those three words down humility isn't just like oh i can't do anything i'm a worm but humility is i'm going to trust you god i'm going to trust you that what you want to do through me i'll trust you to do that and then um, oil, of course, is always anointing. It's always anointing for breakthrough. It's always anointing a lot of times for specifically for physical healing. And then a company was uh, initially, and it's, it's, it's kind of been refined a little bit since that time, but company was the idea of um, that it's a group of people, that it's not um, a healing evangelist come in. I've been to several healing evangelists here in town. Um, one up the street, and then we have a healing ministry down here. But it was like the Lord's been, the end of last year, been sharing that it's going to be more of a, a an anointing that's offered, like it was offered around Houston, I mean around Tomball. It was like you have a lot, build, you know, build your derrick and bring up your oil that's right for your land. So if you're Episcopalian or Lutheran or, or um, whatever your background was, you're a ba- there's going to be a, a, a presence-based revival for people to partake of at all different levels. And then, um, so I had, I'd prayed into that and done some things in, in that area. And, um, and, uh, then when the hurricane came, um, I was really, really strongly moved. And I, and, um, I think the week after the hurricane, uh, cause we didn't have church that Sunday, the next Sunday I preached a message uh, about what it meant, and, and I talked about asking for 50 inches of rain in five days for a, an upgrade, an increase. And I haven't gone back and listened to that since, but but that's that was part of that. Pray for something um, too big to imagine. To pray for that 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 thousand year storm in your life in, in a good way, the cleansing, the remodeling, the destruction, all in a good way to set you up for something else. And then about. Probably about a, two months after that, I went to a meeting at a friend's church, and um, what was the, I can, I, the guy's name always escapes me, um, Chuck Pierce. Chuck Pierce was there, and he's, a, he's an old prophetic guy, probably in his 70s, and he talked about how, uh, I think it was 40 years ago, he had seen an open gate over Houston when he was ministering here. And he's always and he's and, and when the flood came, he was in Colorado and he was watching all the news and um, and he felt like the Lord kept saying, "There's something coming to Tomball, uh, something coming to Houston." And I believe he said ten surrounding um, 
towns around Houston, which I, of course, believe Tomball is one of those. And um, But what he said, he said that there's – he said 37 weeks matters, 37 months matters. So I got on my calendar um, and put 37 months, and that, that comes to mid-November 2020. And um, so I felt like the Lord giving me a mandate towards a healing revival um, that I'm going to pursue – uh, from that day on through um, November 2020. Uh, and that's not all, all I'm going to do, but predominantly that's what I'm going to aim my time for uh, and my prayer towards. But I, I don't want to, I, I kind of missed a part. So my nephew, uh, my, my mother-in-law got flooded, but my nephew next door wasn't at our house. He got flooded in his home and he's almost 30. And I, I felt every morning I woke up after the flood, I, I would like, worry about him which i'm not prone to worry i'm like he's you know he's 30 he can be okay and and i I had this real tenderness in for three days building up towards him and and um we actually went down and got him and his dogs and brought him up to the house and and then uh i'd canceled a trip to scotland a few weeks after that probably a month after that and for the 20 days or so to 21 days i was supposed to be gone it was like excuse me it was like i cried every single day and the lord really um like pressed upon me his love and his affection I'm going to take some coffee here and it was really during that time I felt like that I did a pursue revival I guess it was during that time I went um, to uh, the Kemp's church and heard and heard uh, uh, Chuck Pierce and, and the other guy that was with him and um so it's it's this idea that revival is being offered to all, but it's a it's a tangible manifestation of healing in your body, and it's not having a charismatic church service where there's great music, um, or like a sense of culture that we've seen before in revival. It is a sense of have you ever seen a have you ever seen a boat in a harbor? Right, you've all seen a boat in a harbor, right? You go in there, and there's no way to actually. Um, uh, you have to like take that boat out by a mechanical means to lift it higher than the other boats. But if you have all the boats in the harbor and the and the the water starts going up, all the boats rise, right? And I felt like that was the 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 revival I'm to pray towards and to seek out and to speak towards is revival that actually um, lifts every every believer. It has opportunity to lift every believer's belief higher, to lift every believer's lifestyle higher. And to lift every pastor in church, and, the, and I'm praying just for the Tomball area and this run here, to lift every pastor and every church higher. So if a pastor is doing well, or they, they appear to be doing well, there's something else that, that God wants to lift them higher in that area. And um, that's, for, that's for not just pastors, but ministers, but believers in general. And it's, it's, it's a cultural shift to lift up. Um, believers in Tomball, how how we do our business, how we live our life, how we live our marriages, and um, so that's the that's sort of the the humble oil. Uh, I think on on Facebook it says and on, online it says um, uh, increasing uh, faith for revival, and that's really my part in it is to increase that faith for revival and that idea. Um, and I've talked to multiple people about revival, all pastors. And they all hate the word revival. So, but 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 they all agree that we all want revival, which is interesting. But we just 
it's been overused for it's a preaching revival or or it's a charismatic revival or it's revival services and but we want that the idea of being revived into something or unto something is is important in that area but the idea that there's something that we're to enter into that idea that God's doing something and um, I'm to enter into that regardless of what other people are saying or doing um, to enter into that so I'm going to speak towards that today, but I've got a couple um, exercises I want us to do.